You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. Hi, this is Jordan Love. <laughs> That's a lot of the way he said. <laughs> this is Cliff Barnes. He's back and he's flushy. <laughs> Fully flushy. How you, how you doing? <laughs> it's enough of that. It's getting creepy. <laughs> so Cliff's back. It's great. We got to keep our $7. We did it. What the hell happened last week? <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? I fully expected to sit down and listen to all about Star Wars Celebration. And there was like two minutes and you guys spent the entire podcast talking about streaming movies. Yeah. Because like, what, what is going because on? Because if we would have done it without you... It just wouldn't have been right. We would have so. just talked about kashikis and yeah. like we don't. <laughs> we, you don't. You shouldn't trust us to yeah. talk about. I had Star some Wars stuff in my notes. And I was like, wait a minute. I expected all these gaps in my notes to be filled in with a lot of flushy Cliff, <laughs> and he's not here. So we just kind of skipped it. So I told you, him. just go crazy. Well, I told Michael, I said, you know, I've been so excited about all these movie trailers, Thor, and Wonder Woman, and Justice League, and Guardians of the Galaxy, especially, and then, like, Wednesday night hit, and I was just like, screw all of that, it's Star Wars time, I don't care about anything else, <laughs> and that was my week. Okay. My mommy was down there during it. Yeah, your mom, your mom is in, uh currently in Walt Disney World. It's living it up with her. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, they actually had a um uh one night their celebration they had a special thing at Hollywood Studios where they did um Star Wars Galactic Nights um after they made sure all the panels and everything were wrapped up in Orlando so everybody could go on over to Disney World and go to Hollywood Studios and they had a big show and actually like some of the bigger names showed up at the park so it was pretty cool nice yeah they had a special little thing they unveiled um some new uh characters that hadn't been seen in the parks yet Ray was one of them they had a girl come out as Ray as part of the show you know the next step the Leia's, next Leia <sighs> there's chocolate metals that's right Legend Leia it's coming that's how I'm dressing next time I go to <laughs> Just so I can make it happen. A couple those big cinnamon buns you get. Yeah. On each side of the head. And now are you gonna go for the slave girl outfit? I saw a guy down there um last week in that dressed as a slave what a couple guys. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so they and they did. That that's one thing they do at the I think it's at the five oh first. Um one of their <clears throat> things they do is they have the annual um, kind of meet and greet of the Slave Leia cosplayers and they all get together and take some photos and they have a big Jabba set there Wow! and there's a couple of dudes like that's going to be a lot of girls there how do we <laughs> get in a on couple. this 
I guess we can dress the slave land. <laughs> then it's high fives all around. Yeah. Then the one guy shows up completely shaved from head to toe. There's a... Uh, I even saw a couple salacious crumbs down there. So, some pretty cool cosplay I saw all together. Yeah, I, I like my week has been as much as I, I could consume on on some of these panels. How much have, did you guys watch any of the panels? Did you? Sure, sure. Not really. Well, I <laughs> think I posted them to the Cabal. Page. Yeah, you you put up the fortieth panel. Yeah. Just so yeah, tell us whatever you want to tell us. Get it out. Of your oh, system. there's so much good stuff. Can I do one quick bit of Star Wars right news before I forget? Before we start our yes, important thing, um, I believe uh, it's Minnesota in the next Wizard World con. You can meet Carrie Fisher's dog. Oh, is Gary! It, Gary Fisher is one of the guests of honor at mm-hmm. the next Wizard World show, that and you can get a photo with him for weird. only forty dollars. Wow! That was your news. We yes, had that's to get important in Star Wars news. <laughs> Forty bucks. I was all excited. I was like, "What is Trump and Star Wars here?" I have uh, some Star Fisher. Wars news. Now, not going to spoil anything, I promise. But unfortunately, but. you mentioned Star Trek. I swear. <laughs> Supposedly, down there during one of the panels they were filming, they showed Ray's and Finn's last names by accident, or I don't know. I don't know if it's an internet hoax if someone just did it. Or if it's actually true. Okay. But someone, like, screen captured it, supposedly, and it showed their last names of what characters they were. And what were they? I'm not going to say, because I don't want to, oh, if, they, okay. if it is true. So, their names we've heard of? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not being the a-hole that spoils it for everyone else. Okay. I'm going to say, do it. that's fake news. Yeah. Okay. Because I... Did Bucky message you that I got the screen cap. It was four thirty in the morning. Okay, I have not heard that. I heard, okay. I, I heard, saw a headline, but I didn't read it because I didn't want to. But I will after it's all said and done, and we know their last names. Remember that, yeah, and I'll see right. if it's. I would think right. that would have made a bigger splash. That's what I'm thinking too. More than one person would have mentioned it. Probably that would have been pretty much my entire. Facebook feed for a day. But fake news is pretty popular these days, so I'm surprised it wasn't shared more. Why we keep you on here? Or it's a big conspiracy, and they're like... <laughs> yeah, so... If you didn't catch any of the panels, they had a few big ones. They had a lot of big ones, but a few of the big ones, they had the big 40th anniversary panel, um, which worked. Davis, who of course has played Wicket, the Ewok. We know Seth loves Wicket. It's his mm. favorite Star Wars character. And can't give enough Endor. Um, so he he hosted this panel. And <laughs> I just Does watched. Anybody ever said that? I just watched the new Independence Day okay. sequel yeah, slash remake right. last night. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was so bored. I was almost asleep. Right. My, my eyes kept dropping at the very end of the movie. Like they saved the day, and I was like, "Yup, yup." I started. Like, <laughs> I was so loopy and out of it. I started doing the Ewok song. Yup, nub. <laughs> so the big news was George Lucas was there. Yeah. Please welcome. Which was amazing. The crowd went crazy. 
And well, they also went crazy for Hayden Christensen. <laughs> they did, which that was a big surprise that Hayden Christensen showed up. Um, and that the crowd like did that, not though. boo him. I like yeah, that. good for them. Good for everybody. He came. He's willing to. It's not his fault that he was terrible. No. <laughs> and it, he didn't write all of it, you know, so. Right. But that that he was brave enough to come and real he is part of the Star Wars family and that they accepted him, that's all good stuff. So George was there and that was supposed to be a big surprise. Now I had heard the night before that George there were they kinda leaked it out that George was gonna show up. Um and I think they did it as kind of a to throw everybody off the the big news the bigger news that Harrison Ford showed up. Yeah. Grumpy old Harrison Ford who never goes to anything Star Wars. Well, he finally got to die, so, so yeah, that's all he ever wanted. He that's did. why he was always disgruntled because he been, didn't yeah, get to die like he wanted to. Think how happy he's going to be when he really dies. Yeah. So they're <laughs> <laughs> keep flying those planes. Um, yeah, exactly. No, it, it was really nice the, to see all of them up there. They brought out Ian McDermott and Hayden Christensen. And then, of course, Kathleen Kennedy first introduced George. And George had some nice things to say. Um, and, and, you know, a bunch of Peter Mayhew and Anthony Daniels. And everybody was out there. Mark Hamill, um, of course. And it, it was nice to see a little bit of love still between George and Harrison that was there for an event. Um, because it's a celebration. It's not, a, it's, this isn't, they don't call it Star Wars Con. It's not really a convention. It is, but it, it, it's a it, big love fest. Yeah. It, everybody's in a great mood. I do like love fests. <laughs> As I look at Jordan right in the eye. Jeez, that's why we keep you guys opposite yeah. the room. So we can podcast. Six foot away. <laughs> so. That's in Jordan's contract, not mine. <laughs> I also keep this whistle on me at all. <laughs> you might got pop spit in your face. <laughs> so this panel was very much like a George Lucas, this is your life type of thing is what it was. Right. Um, was but, Sam Jones there? Who? Who? Sam Jones. Sam Jones. Uh. The big thing news come out of this basically was George said, yeah. admitted. Go, do it. Do what? <laughs> you know what. <laughs> Ever since you brought up George Lucas, oh. I was like, I can't wait till he quotes him. <laughs> I want to hear it in the George Lucas voice. <laughs> George, George, George says, well, you know, uh, Star Wars, I made it for 12-year-olds. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's all I needed. Thank you. And that's all I think everybody needed <laughs> was for him to come out and finally say it, that it's not for, he didn't make this for adults. So everybody just calm down. And, uh, how does that go over in a room full of people who have dedicated yeah, their crazy. lives to these movies? Right. Rather surprisingly well. Okay. Because I, it could have went bad right there. Yeah. Like this thing could have started off on a really bad note. Um, but yeah, and, and I was happy. They just lock the doors, like yeah. Okay, guys, it's an intervention. <laughs> we brought George here to help you through this. Yeah. You've got to stop. <laughs> so that was that. Um, they did what? Does it say a hundred years from now it'll be an actual religion? You watch. George George Lucas will be. No, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. The Way of the Jedi. I think we're getting there now. Yeah, it's not far off. I'm sure there on some island somewhere there is a Church of the Jedi. So, anyways, they they closed out the panel. Panel. 
Um, you know, said some nice things about Carrie Fisher. George kind of got a little choked up there. Kathleen definitely, Kathleen Kennedy definitely got choked up, um, when they were talking about Carrie and, and, and her legacy a little bit. And then, um, unbeknownst to anybody, the whole time there was a whole orchestra behind the curtain. I know, that was awesome. And George introduces John Williams. It's actually John Williams comes out and they perform a, a full concert almost. They they played Leia's theme and led into a couple other things. Um, I was really hoping they'd play the uh, Cantina song, but they didn't play that one. <laughs> so um, that was that. Another one uh, I watched a bit, a lot of was Mark Hamill did a panel. Um, Mark Hamill did a. Mark Ham- Hamill himself panel. <laughs> Mark Hamill did, did a panel. Um, Robert Downey Jr. had a donut. Mark exactly. did a panel. <laughs> <laughs> he also did a tribute to Carrie Fisher, which was very heart- heartfelt. I really enjoyed that. Um, it went a little long as far as that went. You all, you've all seen the Carrie Fisher video. Tribute. Yeah, which was very nice. Um, my favorite thing Mark did about this was he was telling a story at towards the end about you know how much he loved Carrie and the, how great of friends they are and they really had this brother sister relationship going on um, for 40 years and how she would annoy him and, and get him to do dumb things all the time but then he talks about you know he nowadays he still talks about her like she's still around and he says you know every day I, I every day I think about her I tell you when I go to sleep at night there's never a day so far where I don't think of her. And when I think of her, and I hope you can appreciate this mental image, she's looking down from the celestial stratosphere with those big brown eyes, that sly smile on her face as she lovingly extends me the middle finger. And that's how I want you to think of her. That was Carrie. She'd be having a great old time. So that I thought it should have ended there, but it went on for a little bit longer. Um, so that was that. Another big, and I, I know you guys are going to love this, um, the Star Wars Rebels panel. <laughs> you guys mentioned Rebels. last week. Yeah. <coughs> Dave Filoni did pretty much confirm... Um, if you don't know Dave, Dave Filoni runs the whole Star Wars animation bit. Act like we don't know Dave. I know. Come on. I like in our private message, he's like, yeah, Filoni, blah, blah, And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Filoni, baloney. Dave's not here, man. (laughs) I know he is now. Go on. So Dave comes out to do the panel. He announces, um, to the crowd, the, the, all the voice actors are there. Ooh, this. This will be interesting. So, I've never done this before, ever. Um, this is a different kind of announcement. Uh, and I think you understand where I'm coming from. But seeing the evolution here of this family and these kids, and I watch them get older. And as a creator of a story, I think about these things. I think about where are we going? What do the characters need to go through? So, this is where I have to tell you, this is my decision as the creator of this show with Simon, that season four is the final season of Star Wars Rebels. I know. I know. And then they showed a trailer for next season. And then they uh, 
Don't uh, cry. It's he also okay. said, "Don't expect to see the <clears throat> the battle scarf." Yeah, from the perspective of yeah. the ghost crew, big disappointment. Yeah, everybody was. Ex- you were telling us that was probably going to happen, and he says no. Yeah. Um. But we are going to see some X-Wings, we're going to see some U-Wings, we're going to see Saw's back, Saw's back, some other characters um, that go back to Clone Wars. Clone Wars. So we're going to see some, uh, they're going to bring back some of those characters. We're going to see, should be by the season, the end of the series, we're going to see that Hera now will will become a general in the Rebellion, like just like in Rogue One when they announce general Sindula on yavin 4 um we'll see what happens there they actually showed the crowd um 21 minutes of footage from one of the episodes from for next year and let me just say this there's no one else like my wife i mean i consider my wife i can vouch for that yeah (laughs) anyone that knows her could but I may have a little thing for the voice of Sabine, which is uh, Tia Sicare. She was an if you do you know who she is? Uh, Tia Career? No, Tia Sicare. That's all I was thinking was Wayne World. <laughs> she, um, I'm trying to think of something else she was in. Have you seen the interns with um, Owen Wilson and? Yeah. Okay, you know the little the not little but the Indian girl that's in their group think so yeah that's her oh well he's about been indian so that's good enough i just think she's been wonderful on the show he likes her i think she's cute <laughs> on what show on rebels she okay. does the voice of sabine okay but anyways oh the disney parks panel that's what i wanted to talk about really so we all know star wars land is coming to disney's hollywood studios in florida and disneyland in california um, we know the land. See, that's the reason why I do not go to Disney right now because I'm waiting for all this good stuff to come down there, like Tron mm-hmm. and this Star Wars land. Yeah, yeah, I'm just waiting for that. Okay. I'll be, I'll be. Right I want to go back. What did, what did that chick have to do with your wife? Yeah, no, they just <laughs> oh, right sorry, there. I didn't explain. <laughs> I was thinking out loud. <laughs> That's his wife. She would not like me mentioning this other girl. Go on. So. Disney Parks, Star Wars Land, which is under construction right now. Now we we, we were given some information on it. Um, we know this is going to be a planet on the Outer Rim, a remote village that they're saying was before hyperspace travel was a huge transportation hub. Um, it's been bypassed, and now it's going to be full of smugglers and bounty hunters and adventurers. Hundreds of alien races gather together to stand in line for things. A wretched hive of scum and villainy, I'm sure. Quit talking about my family like that. <laughs> so, I lost my place. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm... <laughs> oh, uh, so what we do know is there's going to be a couple different rides. One of them is going to be the Millennium Falcon. We know this. Um, you're actually going to be able to pilot the Millennium Falcon. On the Kessel Run? Not, well, we don't know. What we do know is how you pilot. You're actually, there's going to be so much interactivity um, in, in this part of the park that how you pilot it when you ride it is going to follow you. I love that. Uh, I, I love all that stuff. I was reading about that. Yeah. So... You, when you interact with a cast member or go to another part of the land, 
you know, don't be surprised if a bounty hunter comes up and, and, and says, hey, I heard you wreck Solo ship. Or you did a good right. job, you know, on that mission. Ooh, right. that augmented reality to a whole yeah. new level. But like, we're, like right now, they have that where you go down there and kids have a, they get like a, almost a phone or what, what is it? They, some mobile device that they go around <laughs> and around inter- Epcot. And, yeah, yeah. Interact with things all over there and, yeah. and things pop up. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be taking it to an all new level. Um, so everything's going to be interactive. You're going to be able to, it's more or less going to be a choose your own adventure type experience. Uh, the cast members are not going to be really, they're not going to be so much like cast members where before, you know, if you go to Universal and you go to Harry Potter, there's a lot of, um, don't be knocking Harry Potter. I'm all. not knocking it, but if, if, okay, if you're going to take a pic, you want a family picture and you ask a cast member, you know, um, to, to, Take a picture? Yeah, to take the picture. They're going to take a picture and be like, oh, what is this muggle device or whatever, you know, that type of thing. (laughs) This is going to be way more interactive. I mean, these guys are going to be in character. They're just going to be roaming around. There's going to be droids roaming around um, along the street. So I should go down there. So you can't ask them to take a picture, is that what you're saying? (laughs) I don't think you're going to get that same, you know, interaction. So I should go down there now and apply for a character role. Right. My experience, actually, when I was, my last trip down there, um, we got... She hates taking pictures. My, my Mom, wife... Mom, we'll be at the food court. You'll be dead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how immersed you are there. So, <laughs> so one of my, my last experiences when we were down there was with uh, the, the new Order Stormtroopers, and they wouldn't stop. To take a picture. <laughs> they would not stop they trying wouldn't. to kill us. <laughs> they had their blasters out, and we, we got in front of them, and we were going through a line, and they were trying to get ahead of us. And the, so they're yelling at us the entire time, move along, move along. And, and say, I have a, I have, I've got a whole video of it. That's um, when you turn around, just you go, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot me? Are you going to miss anyway? Right. And people were trying to snap pictures and trying to get them to stop, and they wouldn't stop. Right. They just kept. You know, going about their business. So I think we're going to see a whole, That's you know, mess of that. Last time I was there, I've got pictures with. Yeah, yeah. The good. Right. The good news is you can go to almost any con and find some stormtroopers to pose with. Yeah. Right. Screw True. Disney. That's what yeah. your message, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, the five of first, you know, they're usually at a lot of these. Cons. Yeah, they are. They're they're huge. Yeah. Actually, I think uh, Steve Copeland. I uh, was down there live broadcasting mm-hmm. a lot during it, and he was having a blast. It looked like a lot of fun. So I, I got a question. This stuff, like this Millennium Falcon ride, mm-hmm. this is going to be at both Disney's? Like the, is, yes. Okay. At, at Which land, comes out first? Same, simultaneous, okay. Simultaneously is okay. what they're saying got right it. now. 2019. Okay. Okay. So now when I heard <coughs> that they like announced that recently, like, you know, yes. your year and everything. Now, aren't they afraid? They have to be afraid that people are going to wait to go to Disney till then, right? How's that Avatar Land coming? It opens <laughs> next month. <laughs> well, he was ready with that. <laughs> um, I think I don't think they're afraid people aren't going to come. I think they're like thinking, "Oh my god, we're going to make so much money." <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I just know that there's no way I'm going to Disney between now and then. Well, I tell you. At the end of at the end of celebration, every every time they have it, uh, one of the last things they do is they announce the next celebration, where it is and when it's going to be. Well, this year they announced 
there's not going to be another one till 2019. Right. So I would probably bet money that celebration is going to happen the the week. Right. It opens. Star Wars lands opens on both coasts. So would that be the forty second? Forty second. Yeah, like this is the fortieth. Yes. So that would be oh, the forty second. Yeah, yeah. And according right. to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the uh, the number is forty two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Mixing universe. All comes back. Nanu nano. <laughs> nano nano. Also, you're gonna be able to as an experience, you're also gonna be able to join the resistance or you can join the first order. Um, just an added thing they're talking about now. But my favorite and my, my, my biggest takeaway was, uh, one of the Imagineers come out and they were talking and he says, look guys, I just want you to know, I've seen it with my own eyes. They've figured out lightsabers. Like for real. For shizzle my nizzle? Looks real. Lightsabers in the park for guests. I don't know how that's possible. And we're not talking whacking arm, you know, they're not going to oh, cut your arm off or anything, it. but. You said for real. But I'm, as real as right. we've ever seen them before. Oh, real effing lightsaber. Some sort of light. It'll be a sizzly mm-hmm. light of some kind. They've got something figured out. I assume, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know either. But I love it. And I can't wait. Holograms. Holograms, of course. You're going to stay in that hotel? I see. Um, it hasn't officially been announced. No, they just they did a survey. Yes, you know, as what they do for any kind of ride or anything kind of new yep. th- new thing, and they were. It's like a super. You stay in a starship, basically. You know, it's a. It would be. It would be an actual Star Wars starship that you stay right. in, and it would be very expensive to stay there. But you'd have like droid butlers, <laughs> which. That should just be. That should just be a thing. I can't wait to like tell BB-8 everything to do. You go get this. Light my cigarette. Whip out his lighter. <laughs> yeah, there's a BB-8 in every room. Um, yeah. So that you know that was my main. I guess my main points. I've got a bunch of notes. We. I'm sure you know it's been a week. You've heard most of it. You've all seen the trailer. You've seen the poster. You guys mentioned it last week. Um, the only other thing I had was you did not mention there is, um, during the Last Jedi panel, they brought out a new actress who apparently has a huge or a major role. Mm, yeah. Um, but I didn't want to know what she did, so I just ignored it. All, all I know is her name is, the character's name is Rose. Yeah. So they didn't go into much detail other than saying she does play a pretty significant part. Well, I saw a few Star Wars Rose things also. Who was the actress? Somebody we know? Uh, we don't know her. His wife's kind of... If you knew his wife, she's a special yes. bird. It's not <laughs> Tia Sakaar. <laughs> Is it Tia Carrere? It's not Tia Carrere. <laughs> that would be awesome. She, I saw a picture of the girl. I can't remember what she, she is, was on. Um, I it's not a household it. name. No. no. Okay. Other Star Wars news. Ryan Johnson, director of The Last... Jedi says that it's singular. That's what he said. That's what he said. So I'm going with what he said. One Jedi to rule them all? I guess. And then we had heard before possibly they were going to use footage of Leia for episode 9. And 
they went on, they had famous permission and all this. Well, now they're saying she's not going to be in episode nine at all. So something has to wrap up in episode eight, you would think. That's kind of some big news. They're saying if she's not going to be in the, <laughs> yeah. the ninth movie, then there's only there's one a, movie. Yeah. And it's eight, eight was done and they were began writing nine and she, when she passed away, so they started over writing nine. Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran is the um, actress's name. But without yeah. her in it. So, well, well Iger says they're not grand moffing her. Uh, that's probably the right way to go instead right. of leave it hang another two years. Like, sure. just put it out in there. the story and let people move on but, instead of asking right. questions. But they already finished eight, so they're not. Well, they gonna, were going to have to do something abnormal to, to end it. Right. Well, so they might don't. As well do it now. But I, I don't think that. What I'm saying is, I don't think in eight they're killing her or whatever. I don't think eight when they they finished eight and she and then she died. So she's never never mentioned again. Well, I I would bet nine starts with a grand big funeral. Just boom, you uh-huh. start with a funeral. I think mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Yeah. And then we you know somehow she was killed in something. And you find out after we, we start out, it, it's probably mentioned in the crawl. That's why I was just thinking they're, they're going to mention it in the crawl, and then everybody's going to be like, "Oh, it's the worst thing ever! How could they?" I just, I mean, they're they are not going to kill her off. Be able to kill her off in the, in eight if they did, you know. She, she probably dead. died blowing up the second Star Killer base. If I had to guess, fourth, fourth one. There's going to be th- three of them in this next movie, <laughs> <laughs> and. Kathleen Kennedy said that they'll probably announce the next Star Wars spinoff movie, the third one. We, you know, we had mm-hmm. Rogue One, Han Solo movie, right. and then probably going to announce the next one this summer. They still mm-hmm. haven't finalized yet what, exactly what they're doing, they say, but they think yeah. they're going to know in a few months. They have a list. I'm really right. surprised that there is not a 24-7 Star Wars channel yet. They might as well. Like, there's, there's enough of it out that there that really, they could do. You have to produce a lot of content I mean, oh, right no, now. Think about how many times you've watched stuff over again related to Star Wars. Yeah, true. And there's a new series of animated shorts and a new toy line called Forces of Destiny. Yes. Which is basic most of the female characters. And they're going to be the real actual actresses. Okay, well they got left out of, it was the whole Where's Ray storyline we had in the whatever the first yeah movie. i was like even thinking of that yeah force awakens they didn't have her and the toys so they're gonna have ray and leia and padme mm-hmm. and hera and um sabine and all these great female characters they've done but they're all gonna be interacting with with each other like there there's an actual one of them i i read was gonna be um Hera from Rebels, I believe, and Leia, and I think Han on Endor with freaking Ewoks, and that's going to be awesome. <laughs> freaking Ewoks. But but even um, uh, shoot, I'm horrible with names today. Maz Maz Kanata is going to be one of them, and you know Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> And wait, I was going to ask you, because they did the Disney Legends thing. They inducted some Disney mm-hmm. Legends. So who were they? Well, we've got Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Um, Stan Lee. 
Well, yeah. They did. Yeah, I know. Okay. Gary Marshall and drumroll. <laughs> Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> what? What is this legend status? Yeah. What is you're not looking so hot anymore. <laughs> we thought it was a big deal you were a Disney legend and now Well, you know. Just Oprah. Anytime you can be mentioned with Oprah. And our, and with the article I was reading, so I wanna know if you know this. Who was the first Disney legend? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's okay um, if you don't know this. <laughs> I just was curious if you do you have a year? Yes. What what year? The first Disney legend was inducted in 1986. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was a later thing. RuPaul. RuPaul. Um, but it was, Bub Iwerks. Was it Walt's actual father? Because he has a window. No. It was for a movie from 1959. Mm. Animated or actual movie? That would be a live was. action probably. I'm thinking 1959. That'd be Mary Poppins. No, um, I'm thinking like Johnny. I'm thinking like Johnny Tremaine or or um, somebody more well known. Um, what was the pirate movie? Annette nope. Funicello. Nope. nope. I don't know. It was for the Shaggy Dog, Fred McMurray. <laughs> Fred McMurray. Shaggy Dog. Fred McMurray's a big deal, guys. Anyway, he was in a lot of movies. Yeah. Anyways, what's it? Okay, so what? What from Fred McMurray to Oprah to Cliff Barnes? Yes. That's right. To now, we we did it. You get a window. You get a window. Everybody gets a window. So I'm just gonna go ahead and give you a couple more Star Wars things. Wrap it up. Since we were doing Star mm-hmm. Wars, uh, a video game they they did. Yeah, Star Battlefront War- Two. Battlefront Two was announced. And that was when the first one came out. Everybody loved the original Battlefront games mm-hmm. um, back in the day. Yep. You got to play as stormtroopers and things like that. Well, they finally redid those. And mm-hmm. but the thing people complained about is there was no single player game. It was just you know it's just like first person, well third person fighting. That's all it was. There was no single, okay. no single player campaign. Battlefront Two is supposed to have it and. The story, I guess, is supposed to be it's a female character mm-hmm. on Endor. Yes. The end of Jedi. You just can't get enough of Endor these days. I know. Days. I know. That's where it's at. And she is working is for the Empire. Mm-hmm. And she sees the Death Star 2 blow up. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be what happens after that, what she does. So you're basically <coughs> fighting as a bad guy. She that refers to the... Rebels as terrorists and things like that. So, anyway, I just thought it was interesting, and they were going to have a single player campaign. So, what does single player mean? It means I you play. It means you play a game. You you get to play a story. Like if you get Call mm-hmm. of Duty, there's a single player case where you go through levels and all that, or there's just multiplayer where you fight against other people online. Okay, that's the difference. And Star Wars Battlefront One, all there was was the fighting against people online. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like we have the game, but I've only played it. A yeah, there's times. no single story. Hmm. It's it's just yeah. Anyway. Uh, that that's the only part I ever cared about. So that's all I ever played. Right. Well, I don't. I would rather play the a story I, mm. in any kind of game. I, I would rather get the story than just shooting people. 
The only other Star Wars thing I want to say, and it mixes into a great thing where we get to do our Taika Waititi news of the week. <laughs> he tweeted that James Gunn had said that he's writing and directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And Taika tweeted, wait, wait, wait. First, come make a Jabba the Hutt origin story with me and Guillermo del Toro. Nice. <laughs> and nice I was like, I love that idea. And he tweeted that to Disney also. He's like, let me make the Job of the Hut origin story. That is just a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Only if he's voiced by Jermaine Clement. Yes. And that would be awesome. Number. Man, he sings. Yes. Okay. I'm just a lonely hut. <laughs> Jordan, you got a big paper over there. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I figure we talk some comics this Well, week. before you talk comics. Oh, right. That's why I asked Jordan to. You I just have a brief, a brief little, you know, got a special guest here. His name is Mario! I saw you guys! Nintendo, Super Nintendo's no more! It's gone! So I hope you got to the Christmas time because you'll never ever have it again! <laughs> it wasn't the Super Nintendo. Oh, it was the Nintendo! I'm sorry! Stupid My English Mario. is not very good! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, banging your head against Italian. Banging your head into blocks for fifty years caused you some like short-term memory problems. He's left him with more questions (laughs) than answers. Um, The uh, Mario, um, you're referring to they're not having the NES Classic anymore. This was the little teeny NES, teeny tiny little. Had had, your voice changed, Mario? um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, it had like thirty games on it. Yes, they, you not like it? <laughs> I didn't get it. No, it was, and it was limited supply, and then they they just announced that it's gone. They're not doing it anymore. You can't if you don't already have one. You're not getting one unless you spend a bu- bundle on eBay. That's right. I have a counter. <laughs> the only reason they they di- they did that to like spark some interest back in them, and then they came out with the Switch. For the Switch, right? Yeah, you like the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to say it, <laughs> Well, I heard a rumor that you may be coming back as the next classic system is going to be the SNES classic. It's a possible word contract negotiation. <laughs> you don't know anything. You're just a, a employee. <laughs> they, they use my likeness. See, we, we have a struggle here because they use my likeness all these years and they never paid me. So now we're in contract negotiations. You're not as much fun when you get into all the details, the dirty, <laughs> the dirty details. <laughs> I got to go. King Koopas. Uh, before you go, though, oh, uh, uh, I'm having a problem. Like, the, the, the thing on my toilet keeps <laughs> jamming when I try to flush. So yeah. what, do I you need, like, a new that? joint or, like... It's right there. It's right, right, right there. You work on it for us. Oh, hold on. Let's That's a lot of Mario crack. Let me call my brother. <laughs> Let me call my brother Luigi. Oh, Luigi he... fixed it right up for you. I call him. I got to go Jeskin Cooper. His fat is, he's got to my picture. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Well, that was something. <laughs> so, comic news. <laughs> comic I guess news. we're doing gaming. Is there any other game? Oh, is there any other game? Well, yeah, I was playing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game series. 
first one from Marvel. We've had Walking Dead and Minecraft and Borderlands and Batman. Batman, yeah, I played that, and just there's been many. Um, and the Guardians of the Galaxy came out this past week. First episode probably has five episodes, and it was good. It was a very uh, the story in it was huge. Like as far as the stakes. Starts off with a bang, like probably the biggest thing you can think of happening happens, and so where and it's where they go from there. Like I, I was really surprised by what the story was. I still my complaint about that game, as much as I like story games over the gameplay, it it's almost like you don't have to do a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> it, they, it's like choosing a yes. different point. You're, 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 choo- you're choosing. There is fighting and you got to fight as the entire group in one battle together and that was really neat moment that was fun and it's just learn as you go minimal things you have to do but you do get to do some things where in the bat one first batman one first episode i felt like i wasn't doing anything this one i definitely was with that but it was just 10 minutes and then the rest of the time you're choosing what you say and that's that's neat to interact it's a more personal story. You're interacting with your group. If you say one thing to Rocket, you're going to make him mad, or you could say something else, and he's on your side. And you know, in arguments you might have with other people, so it's you get to choose how things are going to play out. But still, I felt like there wasn't quite enough of that. But usually, that's a first episode type of thing, and after that, they give you more opportunities to make choices as the series goes on. But anyway, that was fun, and it looks beautiful. And that's all the gaming I need to mention. So, comics, comics, comics. How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. Well, I must hurry back to my comic book store where I dispense the insults rather than absorb them. It happens all the time. Read a comic book, okay? <laughs> Is it safe to start? Yeah, Michael, it safe? As far as I know, I don't see any little men running around here. <laughs> yeah, he had nothing to do with that. You opened the door. Well, both Marvel and DC had some pretty big issues come out this week. Yes, they did. Did anyone read them? I did. I did. Ooh. So what do you want to talk about first, Marvel or DC? Let's do Marvel. I say DC. <laughs> Whoa. Now. Bizarro world. One of those things where we want to get it over with and go into our stuff. I don't care. Secret Empire number zero came out along with a few of the tie-in issues. And it's, they've been setting this up for months now in the Captain America books. And I think they finally released or revealed, uh, some of the important backstory we were kind of unsure on. So, uh, opinions on the issue? I really do not see why you had to read Thunderbolts first. Cause it t- just because it tells you what happened in Thunderbolts. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, it's like... That's it. it. I just don't feel like it was enough of a biggish thing to tie into Secret Empire. Is that where they destroyed the Cosmic Cube? Yeah, is like... That where that is a, Cubic got A thing happened. That Cubert, happened. Yeah, Cubert yeah. got mad. Cubert got mad. Cubert. And, and the thing, and the deal with, with Oh no, Cubert's in oh, here now. Got rid of Mario, now we got Cubert. Oh my god. Could you, Lily's steps is broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bouncy. Um, the, 
Also, the deal with Bucky or Winter Soldier yeah. or whatever that also happened in Thunderbolt. You know, like, well, I almost feel like if you just picked up that Thunderbolt issue and you didn't pick up the ones previous, you're completely lost. I mean, they give you a little recap, but it seemed like there was a little bit more that. As with there. about any comic yeah. series, you know, if you only pick up one issue of it, you don't know the whole. So it's basically, you know, he went back in time. It's just a tie-in. It yeah. wasn't. This is part of the series. Okay. So yes, we're going to reveal. Kind of the basis for this. Captain America wasn't brainwashed. It wasn't time travel. It was the cosmic cube. But in a kind of a twisty way. That. The. Hydra. You're not supposed to call them Nazis. We're trying to keep. Hydra and Nazis are different things. Fascists. Basically. Uh, They won World War II. And the Allies. Use the cosmic cube to change history, make Captain America a good guy, defeat Hydra back in the day, and basically Hydra made history right again. They corrected history. Yeah, so Captain America, they're saying, has always been a Hydra agent. I, I, that was interesting. I don't know if I like that or not. Yeah, and I, yeah, Seth, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was very interesting I, when I read it. And I also thought, but they could turn around and say later on that that isn't true either. They could say the uh, that that she made that up, you know, because Hubert, <laughs> you know, some people online like were, were confused anyway. Was this just like? They're not remembering things right or like, no, she changes reality. She changes reality. So this is the reality that she changed it to. And like he's saying, there's that next level of they had changed it earlier and she's, you know, they've switched it and everything. But as to, they could come out and say that that's not right either. You know, she, whatever. But I like it. I do like the story and definitely interested in it and where it went, where it went. I'm not sure. It seems like we're going to get a lot. How it ended, I mean, I don't know how much we want to say. Yeah. I, that, that's just sort of the building blocks yeah, of it all. Right. It is just a zero I, issue, so there's right. obviously a lot more to come. Yeah. You know what my biggest complaint of the issue is? What? And I mentioned this to Jordan earlier, is when did the Marvel Universe get so small? Because, like, you have this huge, like, I mean, there's so many super-powered characters all over the place, and I felt like we were dealing with the movie-verse. But... I also thought they did. I I thought that too, but I thought I liked that they did that. I thought they condensed it well. Like we've got our space guys, we've got our street guys, you know, we've got our guys in the system, you know, and then that was it. You, how many guys were you thinking of that weren't there? It's like they included all the. Well, that's what I like about comics. They do things you can't in the movies. Right. Where, you know, movies you're very limited by how many characters you can have. The comics yeah. you can throw in. Darkhawk, if you want to, just get everybody. Like you could have had so many people in New York and so many people out in space that, like, I mean, there could be hundreds. It of also can out get there. overblown, though. I want to be able to follow it. I don't. I want to have some personal stories. I want to follow like what's happening with Carol Danvers out there, and I don't want to have to worry about a hundred other people. Well, I don't want to know what's the going tie-in on. issues yeah. and learn that's all true. the... They were, we're Where's saying, Sleepwalker I, at? I mean, come on. Yeah, sleeping is fine with me. <laughs> the, or uh, slapstick. Yeah, see, I don't need all those extra characters. I'm not a DC or person speedball. that needs to have a bazillion characters. I don't need that. The uh, 
I did see where they said this, you know, who, who's going to hold them to it? But this is no more events for 18 months. This is, mm-hmm. the, they're doing Secret Empire and then what comes from that. But there's also been a rumor for a long time that Marvel's going to reboot all of the new 52 or rebirth. And they're just going to call that an event. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so they could just break everything now, make Cap evil, kill a bunch of people, you know, do whatever you want to now if they are rebooting. Or at the end of this, the way they've done, you know, all new Marvel now and all that kind of stuff. Where it's more of a soft reboot and it's just launching out of this new stuff. So I don't know where we're going with this. It seems like it could have far-reaching repercussions, but Marvel doesn't have a great track record. The last couple of big events that any of it really <laughs> sticks around or right. means much. They're going to break it and fix it later. I don't know, but I like I like his new uniform. And the last few months, I've let, I've let, I'd lo- I just. I, I like it without the wings because it always looks more Ultimate Series and stuff like that. Captain America? Yes. He has wings? On his head? Oh. The rubber ears. <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't I don't like the pouches on the gauntlet. That looks a little off to me. Right. Um, and there's there's some minor I'm issues. I'm sure there the details you're noticing that I don't even notice. But I actually, like, what I didn't like on the cover – was it's a great cover. I don't know if that Mark Brooks did that or not, but I thought the coloring of his arm made it look like it was armored. It was too it looked like leather. Yellowish. It looked like leather yeah. to me. Then yeah. And then what DC? The button. DC had part one. Batman issue twenty one. It was only the a minute button. long. It was it was we'll call it decompressed is what we will call that. The or com- was it compressed or decompressed? I don't know. It's just like, dang, this stinking thing only lasted a minute. It's a nine-panel grid. I thought it was good. It was definitely an homage to Watchmen. Each page was set up with the nine-panel grid as Watchmen was. You know, a couple big splash pages and things, but it was basically set around that look. Um, bring back kind of a classic villain I didn't realize was dead because I haven't been Paying close enough of attention to DC. But we didn't get a whole lot of Watchmen stuff in this one. It was just sort of an action scene. Well, super, super speed action scene. It was weird because it, because you're thinking that the Watchmen have like done all this stuff in the background, but then you have Thomas Wayne and the reverse flash and somehow they, like, it's almost, you feel like, from the Flashpoint in the universe, they've thrown some kind of wrinkle into this whole plan of the Watchmen, is what I took from it. That's, I did read one criticism that was talking about, you know, the point of, or one of the points of Watchmen is critiquing comics and the excesses of comics and how silly it all can be and the continuities that are complicated. And so you'd start a miniseries crossover event by referencing Flashpoint, Crisis. Yeah, there's like six different like important DC historical events you have to understand to kind of piece all this together. So, I don't and know. that's why I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like the cover? That lenticular. That was very sweet. I liked it a lot. Actually, it reminded me of um, 
the Marvel superheroes, like the the shields back oh, in the day with the hologram. <laughs> but it felt so weird to hold that yeah. comic. It was I didn't like that part of it. Like it was a floppy. Did it give you a weird texture feel? Yeah, I was. I was like, was it fleshy? <laughs> it, yeah, it was too fleshy. When I pulled it out of the, the plastic, I was like, Oof. I have a different problem. The the noise it makes when you slide one against the other oh. and it makes that zip noise. Because DC's Villains Month about a year or two ago, the sales were so bad, and I have so many left over. <laughs> I, was, I was hearing that noise for months afterward, people picking them up and putting them back on the shelf. Like, zip, zip. I was like, oh, stop it. The static electricity was insane in here. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's going to be a weekly series. Secret, uh, Secret Empire seems to be coming out at a pretty good clip. They're putting out two or three issues a month. Uh, this button's just four issues, and then it'll be weekly. Next week will be uh, Flash issue twenty-one. That'll be part two, so you can keep up on all these. That, you know, that's not going to stretch it out over a year or anything. So we'll, we'll have answers pretty soon. Cool. And uh, a couple other comic news. There's been a couple conventions and things come out, and uh, I think there was a C two E two has been going on. They had another retailer summit, so there's been a lot of news kind of uh, squeaking out. Uh, some new series that are coming out uh, in the pop culture I have to realm. I you for a second because you said C2E2. <laughs> yes. Did you know there was an artist that was denied entry into the U.S. from Canada because she had commissions that she was going to be working on in the U.S. because for that whole work for hire or however you want to. Didn't have like the proper work visa. Yeah, so she was yeah. denied because she had unfinished artwork. That she was going to be working on the way into the convention, so she was denied entry. Well, I mean, when you make America great again, you've got to keep an eye on those Canadians, artists. If we could get you out, you probably couldn't get in back in either. Ah, that's what I'm scared <laughs> of. Once I'm out, I'm out. I ain't never getting back in. We just wake up on the other side of the wall. And like, <laughs> wakes up. He makes all he has is a dueling ogre shirt on. <laughs> I just walk no around pants. going, Donada. No bands, no bands, no. <laughs> Donald Duckin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just my wife, Dylan Ogre shirt and feathers. <laughs> my wife keeps saying, because she'll say something, I'll go Donata, and she's like, that means you're welcome, I think is what it is. So I just be walking around going, Donata. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Yeah, so there's some new comics coming out pretty soon. Uh, first one's from Oni Comics, Dead of Winter. So hey, that's a board a, game. A very popular tabletop game from Plaid Hat I have comics. two versions of that. I figured you'd, that'd be one you would understand. Yes. Uh, the, the press release called it a horror comedy. Basically, The Walking Dead meets Air Bud. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's not what the game okay. is. Because <laughs> there's apparently a Sparky, Sparky the stunt they're, dog. They're is a focusing on the dog. Basically, okay. when you play the game, you can pick from any number of characters, and one of them is a dog. But he, there's not. It is such a. It's a card okay. with his character on it, and they've blown it up yeah, it into. Look like a dog with a cape on. Yeah. yeah. Somebody people like zombies. to be the any game people like. To, if you can choose to be an animal, it's a very popular to choose to do that. Uh, IDW has a DuckTales comic coming out in July. Oh, that's creepy. All right. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they've also got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Usagi Yojimbo one-shot. Oh, that's nice. 48-page written and drawn by Stan Sakai, the creator of Usagi. I said, because uh, the fans demanded it, they wanted to return to that uh, I actually believe that one. That the fans demanded it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, these are all real. <laughs> I was going to say, which one don't you believe? <laughs> uh, we've got Go Go Power Rangers. From Boom Studios, uh, these are early stories set as the Power Rangers, because I'm sure continuity in the Power Rangers has gone on for years and years. So these are set when they're young teenagers, and it says it has kind of that young adult literature feel. These are written more for younger, younger millennials. kids. Younger kids. Younger than millennials. Oh. <clears throat> Bill And Boom is doing a War for the Planet of the Apes prequel. If you want to know how the world got so bad between these two movies, you're going to learn in mm. the pages of a comic book. And there was a variant cover. It was a uh, takeoff on uh, the Stanley Kubrick movie, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And instead of like the helmet, it's an ape skull. Ugh. Like Born to Kill written. Right, like it yeah. was, yeah, it's a very cool cover. Reminds me of Bluff Creek Comics number two. Oh, it does. The cover, yeah. And Sasquatches. <laughs> They're cousin to the apes, right? Uh, perhaps a missing link. Uh, and DC has revealed a lot about this Dark Matter series. Uh, it's not a series, it's a more line of books. Have you heard anything about this? From DC Comics? Yeah. Dark Matter? Dark Matter. Um, they had a whole thing with the retailers, one of those things where you, there's no phones or, you know, that, you know, they revealed a bunch of stuff. But they, it's kind of a pushback against this whole writer-driven ethos that's been going on lately that, you know, art, there aren't, you know, I think someone at Marvel at some point said, you know, artists don't no move, artists. artists don't move the needle on sales. It's the writer people follow and, you know, if one, we all agreed, yeah. If one, <laughs> it was just common knowledge. But of course, guys, blue. Yeah, if Marvel, <laughs> if Marvel zags and DC's gonna zag, so they brought in Jim Lee, Andy Kubert, Greg Capullo, John Romita Jr., and several others, and they're saying we're doubling down on the superstar artists, and they're having these story retreats. Then instead of all the writers going to a nice hotel and talking about stories, they're bringing the artists in too to get their input and to help design the characters right from the get-go instead of just handing them a script and, you know, you, you're an artist, just do what we say. They want the artist's input, especially these guys that have been around for, you know, decades and have huge followings. So they're going to bring back the Tangent universe? It's it's weird. They're, they're, they're calling it six new titles, but several of them... Have some legacy to them. Uh, the first one, it, that right, metal I mentioned before, the Dark Knights. They're doing the Forge and the casting. Well, there's this yeah. one shot. Uh, I think it's a one shot. Dark Knights metal that's going to basically introduce all these new characters. And then we're gonna that uh, that's with the Greg Capullo one, Batman centric. So we're gonna reel you in with a Batman story and introduce all these new characters. Uh, Andy Kubert is doing a new Challengers, which is, you know, Challengers of the Unknown. They're mm-hmm. rebooting as a more, more modern sci-fi story. Uh, John Romita Jr. is doing The Silencer. It's a female vigilante, basically a, an assassin 
who has retired and moved to the suburbs, and then her past comes back to haunt her, kind of, you know, female punisher kind of story. Uh, Kenneth Rockefort is drawing Sideways. And I said that's more of a, a teen drama, a kid in high school gets the power to teleport. But in order to do it, he has to go through this strange dark dimension, and every time he does it, it adds a little darkness to his soul and like pulls him more toward the dark side of things. So that, you know, growing up, choosing good and evil kind of story. Uh, Damage, uh, drawn by Tony Daniel. It's uh, a soldier, like uh, someone in the army, develops this... He can un- There's a monster inside him, kind of a Hulk story, that he can unleash this monster, said, for an hour at a time. And he has to learn to control it. You know, does he just let it run wild, or does he, you know, use it for greater? That's goods? got some strange tie-ins to the Justice Society, <laughs> because the old Damage character found out like he was Al Pratt's grandson, I think, from the the original Adam. Okay. And then you know, Iron Man, he could unleash his powers for an hour. At a time. Yeah, this was another one I, yeah. I, I I saw that said it was it had some. Precedent in DC, yeah. so yeah, okay, it must be playing on that history. And the last one, uh, Jim Lee is drawing Immortal Men, and it's basically five siblings who've been around since the dawn of time and are immortal, and have been pulling the strings behind the scenes, setting things up as the world's falling apart. They're trying to stop it. So, so is that a sequel to Hancock? <laughs> Hancock. Yeah, that's a deep pull. Come on, guys. I don't even remember that movie. So yeah, it's all these are all in the DC universe. These aren't Vertigo. These aren't Vertigo books or uh, these young animal books. These are set in the DC universe, but they're trying. It said this is a push. There's going to be said female characters, minority characters. These are these you know diverse characters from superstar artists. A lot of splash pages. Uh, Could be. Hopefully. So this is DC's attempt to not gender bend or race bend their classic characters and introduce because everyone says, "Well, we like minority characters, but you know, we just want new characters, not don't ruin my old characters." So they're giving you a chance. They're giving you a bunch of new characters. See if you see if you dig them or not. And uh, and they're oh, they're not skimping on the writers either. Scott Snyder, Justin Jordan, Dan Abnett. Robert Vendetti. So it's this. They're putting a lot of talent behind these books. That's the important part. Yeah. Where's the Dan writers. Jurgens and all this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with Mario. And one more thing Marvel's the big book we talked about a while back Generations. Bring the new right. characters in with the old characters. It's been delayed a month, but it's still <laughs> coming out. Uh, it'll be the months of August and September. They're releasing 10 issues. Uh, and it seems like a couple of one shots. I, I don't think it's, you know, part one, part two, part three. I think it's all kind of standalone. And they've given all these titles. Generations the best is Logan and X23. The Americas. Uh, Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson. Written by Nick Spencer, who's been writing their books. The Bravest, Marvell and Carol Danvers. The Thunder, the Mighty Thor and the Unworthy Thor, also written by Jason Aaron, who does their monthly book. Mm. So these are they're gonna have some tie to the current continuity. It's not they're not just throwing them out to random creators. Uh the strongest Bruce Banner and Amadeus Cho, 
The Archers, Clint and Kate. The Iron, Tony and Riri. The Marvels, Carol and Kamala. So Carol Danvers is starring in two of two, these. Yeah. So she is the protege in one and the veteran in the other. Then we've got the Spiders, Peter and Miles, and the Phoenix, which it said that it's starring Phoenix and Jean Grey. So I think it's ba- it's the time travel version and some other version of the Phoenix. I don't know. Would be Rachel Summers, her daughter. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. So because the original Jean Grey doesn't exist in current continuity. Well, they have the time travel version. Yeah, but I mean, like the are, yeah, she's the still aged dead. one or whatever. She's still dead. So it'd have yeah. to be Rachel Summers. I would think. Yeah. So we again some pretty top tier talent: Cullen Bunn, Brian Bendis, G Willow Wilson, Kelly Thompson, Greg Pak. So yeah, Marvel's really trying to get you to like these new, <laughs> new young alternate characters. They're throwing a lot behind it. So yeah, both companies are trying some big stunts here. They're not events. It's not technically an event. It's not like the Secret Empire, but we'll see how well they can pull it off. Sounds I also saw a, a last comic book thing was the the codes are coming back the digital codes. Uh, DC the last couple weeks have been doing a digital code. I, I was hearing that well, I was Marvel thinking like back? Marvel in beginning of May May third or something. I think that they're going back to the way they were before. They had a whole thing like I think I saw it on Bleeding Cool that people were complaining to Marvel and like on a one on one basis they would be like, "Well, send in a receipt and we'll send you a digital code." And then that started getting out. So like hundreds of people were like, can I have a code? Yeah, send yeah. us your receipt. And I was like, well, if you're going to do that anyway, just why do just it. do it? So they are, I guess. I, if I'm, you say pretty, so. yeah, I I'm pretty sure that's what I read a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Or so. I think we did it. There's no I have reason a question. to... Long, what? It's really quick. <laughs> when I was a child... <laughs> Exactly. We know. Dimension 404. Has anyone watched the latest episode, Bob? I watched the first ten minutes of it. A uh, Bob? Yes, the one with Const- what Constance Wu from Yeah. Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, I watched ten minutes. Why only ten minutes? I don't know. I went and started watching something else because I was only I wasn't drawn in. He has a cold heart. Cold heart. I defy any one of you to watch that episode all the ways through. Okay, I'm sure it's, it can be good. And at the very it. end, if you are what not are you talking about, if you if it's a show, it's a show on Hulu mm-hmm. called Dimension 404. It's like a Twilight Zone, but on the geeky nerd side. It's low budgeted, but it's really great. Each episode is standalone. It's like an anthology type series. It's awesome. This last episode. Had that character, she was a psychiatrist to um, armed force people that have issues with PSD and stuff like that. Well, she's called in in this secret location to... That's as far as I got. Okay. You did not see the biggest part of it then. I'm like, sure. I'm sure. This, I'm, I, it's not, you're acting like I said, no, well, you're a liar. That's yeah. terrible. This is your guys. I'm saying I didn't see the good This part. is your guys' home, homework. Oh, this good. Week. We're now we're getting a homework oh, that people no, actually have to do. You have to watch we'll this see. episode. Yeah, put it on my t-shirt. You have to watch. <laughs> like, I demand it. Like, is this by before the or after I listen to Dueling Eggers? <laughs> I demand. <laughs> I demand you watch this episode. Hey, I did do. My, I did actually get to Dueling Ogres in my queue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I wanted to listen to the episode with 
our own Jordan Love. With me? Yeah. It was really freaking good. Yeah. I love, I mean, I hate those guys. Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. They, they're terrible people. You can tell just by listening to them. They're dead to me. They clearly that they've got some sort of spell over their listeners where, you know, if you get, if you hear them on the airwaves, they actually sound good, funny, and like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I call witchcraft. I think we need <laughs> yeah. to burn them at the stake. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> Unless they're going to start wearing our T-shirts, then we love them. They're oh, great. yeah, that's what they need to do. We need a picture of the two of them wearing the T-shirt, and we'll make that our new profile pic for Kapow. Oh, I'm going to demand like a hostage photo where they're holding today's newspaper. <laughs> they're wearing our T-shirt. They yeah. just look beaten down. <laughs> yeah. And Michael's in the background with his backpack <laughs> and his shirt and feathers. Huh? What do you think, guys? <laughs> what do you think? It's us. <laughs> Ogres. <laughs> now Michael's gonna take their T-shirt with the two ogre heads and like put a picture of his own face right, put, right beneath it, bursting out like the, the, tri- the ogre yeah. trio. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, single, single, tres. Oh man, that's what you guys, you guys have to look for. You're gonna love it when you get him. Hashtag rivalry. Oh yeah, we're moving it. We're moving it up a notch. We're sending him over there, and he's gonna explode <laughs> all over you. Dueling ogres. When you go to sleep at night and you close your eyes, just think I'm there. Are you cutting like a wrestling promo? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, ogre. As always. I am the illustrious Michael Cage. I can't wait till we don't. Well, we don't have him anymore. We don't have to hear that part anymore. It'll just we'll start with you, Jordan. To be honest with you guys, I am freaking so annoyed by that. Every time I start a podcast, I hear, "Hi, I'm the illustrious Michael Cage." <laughs> you yeah. really jazz it up. Yeah, it's well. something. Hi, I'm Jordan Lowe. It's continuity, baby. Keep it rolling. I'll be the fleshy. Cliff Barnes. It's me, the Pooba. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye forever. Goodbye. Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.